Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. My coach once said, tennis isn't a sport, it's war. The only way to win is to break your opponent. shot by Jolene Kenzie. That's me, Jolene Kenzie, in the white skirt. Three years ago, my Wimbledon debut. Advantage, Miss Kenzie. It is now break point for Kenzie. With a chance to pull ahead of the world's number one player, Naomi Osaka. Osaka set to serve. Second serve for Osaka. This is the moment. Watch here. Right before Naomi's second serve, I feel a sharp pain just above my right eye. Seems that Kenzie needs a timeout. Hopefully she's not hurt or... Uh, uh, no, uh, Jolene Kenzie has, has fainted. to the court, please. She looked a little dizzy and then, and then tried to call over the umpire. We're not getting word up in the box. Any, any word from you, Robert? My mum rushes onto the court. I'm placed on a stretcher and wheeled into the tunnel. Can you hear me, Jolene? Open your eyes. You're going to be okay, sweetheart, I promise. No, Dad, I won't. I have an inoperable brain tumour with a survival rate of zero. So this is how our story begins. With me on a stretcher. And here we are, three years later. I'm still on a stretcher. Have you checked the levels? Hey guys, what's the rush? Today is the scariest day of my life. July 21st, 2022. Time, 6.15 p.m. Subject, Jolene Kenzie, age 23. About to enter cryo left C. The purpose Andre, of- this is gonna be okay, right? Hmm? What is? This. I'm gonna wake up one day. Jolene, we've been over this. Let's go over it again. Jolene, there comes a point when you just need to relax and trust the professionals who are here. Wait, shoot was me! Yes, very professional. Ballet. What is this? Uh, I uh, believe it's a heater, doctor. Guys, I have an emergency. Yes, Jolene, what is it? I need to pee. Mm, can you hold it? Is our joke. So, how did I end up here? Sitting on the toilet in an experimental medical facility in Seattle. Time for a science lesson. After my cancer diagnosis, a GoFundMe campaign was started by my fans on social media. I retired from tennis and threw myself into a new world. Alternative medicine. Now, the injection of nanobots directly into the bloodstream is not something that the FDA has approved yet. However, there is a clinic in we Russia. We invite that you will to provide a tiny blood sample, literally a, a pinprick. type of radiation therapy, but it comes with risks. I met and befriended some of the most brilliant minds in the world. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know how you must feel. 
None of them can help me. There's nothing we can do. Except one. I'd like to begin this talk with a question. Shoot, I forgot the question. This is Dr. Andrei Olofsky. He's a pioneer in the field of cryonics. Or, in layman's terms, freezing people. When you think of the phrase suspended animation, you think of Star Wars, a man climbing into a giant freezer. But cryonics is not only possible, it's natural. He was invited by Bill Gates to speak at the Aspen Ideas Festival in January of 2018. Meet the Alaskan wood frogs. Each September, these little guys do something very cool. Literally, they freeze. Their bodies turn into miniature ice sculptures. If you pick them up, they don't move. If you bend their legs, they break. To use a sports analogy, the frogs call time out. Their hearts stop beating. The blood no longer flows. Biologically, the frogs are dead. And then, when spring arrives, they simply thaw out and hop away. Their organs, muscles, brain functionality, every cell in their body is exactly as it was at the moment of freezing. For human subjects with terminal illness, we now have the ability to call time out. They will not age. They will not decay. They will be preserved until science can... You get it. Cryonics is real. There are facilities all over the world. Toronto, Tokyo, Silicon Valley. Google it. The problem is, those labs are bound by strict medical ethics. They won't freeze a living subject. They wait until the moment of death, which, theoretically, makes it harder to revive you. As for myself, I wanted the best odds of waking up. That's how I ended up here, a private lab in Seattle, bold enough to freeze a living, breathing subject like... Jolene? Yes? Hello. I am Stoya Arlovsky, Andrei's wife. I'm sorry to disturb you. No, it's all right. Is there, um, something that I... have I a can... question for you. Do you like music? Do I... Yeah, of course. Why? Well, once the procedure begins, the machines, the acoustics in the room are quite loud. It's a bit... Um, how do you say? Unnerving. I thought music would be a more peaceful way to fall asleep. We have Wi-Fi. I'll connect from the next room and play in music through the speakers. Hmm? Who do you prefer? Bach, Beethoven, or Jay-Z? Oh, are you... It's okay. It's okay. You're gonna wake up, and when you do, there'll be a cure for you. Strange. I'm not much of a crier. Okay. What we have here is a particularly aggressive tumor. Now, if I didn't cry here, three years ago when I first received my diagnosis. I'm so sorry, Jolene. I know how you must feel. No, you don't. 
I didn't cry when I had to persuade a judge to let me end my life early, to give myself a chance of life. I want a chance to fall in love, have children, to grow old. And I didn't cry last week in Hyde Park when I said goodbye to my best friend, Izzy. There is a silver lining, Joe. You're gonna see the future. Flying cars, robot politicians. Izzy, I want to ask you something. Of course. Anything. I want you to come with me. You want me to... To Seattle. To be my responsible companion uh. before I'm... You know. It's a condition of the court that someone comes with me. But... Don't you want your parents? No. It stressed me out. I almost cried at Heathrow just a few days ago when I said goodbye to my family. What if something goes wrong? I'm dying. What else could go wrong? How come there's no information online about the lab? Mum, it's a private facility. You have Dr O's number. Dr O? Sounds like a Bond villain. It's short for Olofsky. My God, why are you giving me shit right now? Right before I get on the plane. Jolene Kinsey? Is that you? Oh, bloody hell. It is you. Wow. I saw you faint at Wimbledon. How are you? Bad. I remember reading you had cancer. That's tragic. No, this is tragic. Oh, would you mind... To, um, do you have time for a quick video? Are you deranged? No. Listen, j just leave my daughter alone. Hey... What's your problem? No, no, look, I was no. just... Go away. Just a selfie. Go Please. away. Come on. Oh, God. I feel nauseous. Mum, are you all... <coughs> oh, bloody hell. Joe, are you ready? We need to go through now. What happened? Just go. We can handle... Mum. Um, are you OK? We need to go, Jolene. I hate my life. Okay, this way. Bye, Mom. Dad. No! Hold that baby girl! Don't let them take my baby away! This isn't quite how I pictured my send off. Doctor! Is everything okay? Yes, everything is perfect. Try to relax. Well, this is it. I'm inside of the pod, on my back. It's essentially a giant beehive, insulated with crystallized walls and a glass shield that is currently half open. I'm hooked up to various wires and monitors, and I'm wearing a hideous blue gown. So, on top of everything else, I'm self-conscious. So... Jolene, everything looks good out here. How are you? Are you comfortable? Sure, yeah. We're closing the pod soon. Do you have any questions? Yes. Do you have a phone? Uh, yes, I believe so. Uh, do you want to call your parents? Or... No. Take a picture of me. Oh, okay. Huh. Can I see? 
Do you want me to send it to someone? No. It's for you. Keep it. Make it the background on your phone. I want you to see it every day to remind yourself that there's a person in here. A beating heart. And she's counting on you. I understand. Have a good sleep. I can see Izzy in the observation booth. Her hand pressed against the window. She's mouthing something to me. One of the technicians approaches me with a large needle. What's that? Oh, just something for your nerves. <laughs> a little late, but what the hell? I just hold your arm out, just a little sting, and there you go. Okay, I just need you to count backwards. From what? Twenty. Uh, that should just about do it. Nineteen. Eighteen. Seventeen. Sixteen. I'm no longer in the pod. I'm in... bed. A stranger's bed. In a dark, filthy apartment. Where's Q3? Who? Oh, sorry, I... I just woke up. Who is this? Jolene. Jolene. Cute. Like the song? Where's Q3? Q3? I don't understand what's Q3. Are you English? Yeah. How did you get out? What are you talking about? Who is this? What year is it? This is Sue. Where's Q3? Q3? Is that a person? Or... Look, I don't know where I am or how I got here... What year is it? A bad one. Hello? Hello? My whole body aches. Even my face. I look around the room. There's a mirror on the wall. I look... Exactly the same. I haven't aged a day. But I'm dressed like a teenager. One with awful taste. Ugly pajamas. And a big t-shirt with an image of Bugs Bunny holding a shotgun. A window. 
It's snowing outside. But it's not normal snow. It's red. Red snow falling from the sky. Hello? Someone out there? Hey, did you hear that? Who's out there? Oh, oh I need help. Are your parents around? Let's go. No, don't run. I need help. Please. Come back. Hello? Is anyone home? The hallway is long, wide, and dark. It's creepy. Like the old hotel from The Shining. Help! <sighs> At the end of the hall, there is a man. He's standing very still in front of the elevator. His back to me. Excuse me, sir? Can you... Hi there. An older man in dark sunglasses. From the sound of your voice, I don't believe we've met. No, we haven't. I'm Jolene. <laughs> no kidding. Like the song? Yeah. Well, how about that? Well, I'm Luther. Ain't no songs about me, I assure you. Nice to... Oh. Are you headed downstairs? I don't know. Better make up your mind quick. Y yes Great. How about a hand? Sure. Luther is blind. I take his arm and help him into the lift. We're not moving. Oh, sorry, what button? Ground floor. I'm headed down to the meeting. Sorry, I assumed you were headed down there too. What meeting? The town hall. You didn't hear? No. They found a lady in the water. An outsider. No chip. No chip? Yes. I'm surprised you didn't hear. Well, I've heard now. So, uh, where are you? England. I'm from England. We got something in common. You're from England? Oh, no. No, no. Detroit. A city boy. Never pictured myself living out here. Where are we? Our stop. Here. I'll help you. No, no. That's okay. Go ahead. You sure? Yes, Jolene. I got it from here. Okay. The ground floor looks different. It doesn't resemble a hotel. More like a bombed-out art gallery. The walls papered over with newspaper clippings. I see a photo of a group of about 20 men and women kneeling on the street. Their hands on their heads, surrounded by soldiers pointing guns. Rebels arrested in state of New York. Steelhead commanders predict imminent victory. Another picture of three men holding guns, standing on a pleasure cruiser. Pirates disrupt shipping supplies. I follow the voices down the hall. A 
see a door. I'm walking to a large auditorium. About 50 people are watching some kind of debate on a stage. This old man, this lunatic Earl, jumps off the stage, rushes towards me. I turn and run back along the corridor. There's a door at the end. My God, red snow. Now that I'm outside, it's more of a watermelon color. I must be on Mars. There's a pack of dogs, sled dogs. I run toward the water. I see a row of fishing boats. Where the hell am I? I'm dreaming. I'm asleep. Someone, please wake me up. I'm so cold. Please, someone. Where am I? Alaska. It's the woman from the debate stage. She's holding out a puffy jacket for me. But I'm so cold that my hands can't take it. We need to get you inside. Come on, walk, walk. Stay awake. Come on, walk for me. Drink this. Be careful, it's hot. You need to get your body temperature up. I was cold and then I was warm. Yeah, that's what hypothermia does. You get colder and then you think you're warm and you stop trying and you just lie down and and freeze. When did I get here? You've been here for three days, in and out of consciousness, mostly out. What's your name? Jolene. Huh? Like the song? Yeah. Well, my name's Padma. I'm sheriff of this community. How did I get here? Who is it? Q3. Did he say Q3? Uh, a lot of people around here use code names. It, it sounds crazy, I know, but it's to protect those that they've left behind. Come in. Uh, Jolene, this is Q3, our resident physician. Hi, Jolene. How are you feeling? She's a little disorientated. You escaped from my apartment. What? Y you've been under my care since you arrived. For security reasons, uh, we thought it was best to keep you hidden. From who? It's a mixed bag here, politically. What's going on? Before we get into that, Jolene, if you can, 
What's the last thing that you remember? Not just in the last few days, but back further. I was... It's confusing. I, I, I was... She almost froze out there, Richard. Give her some time. Don't use my name! We don't know who she is. I remember my mum at the airport. She was... All of them. Dad and Oscar. He's my little brother. And now... They're dead and buried. I had a procedure. What kind of procedure? I have brain cancer. Terminal. I had no options, so I was frozen in a lab in Seattle. In the hope that in the future there would be a cure. So I guess this is the future. Well, uh, it's just the present to us. In the present you have red snow? That's just algae. Clamidomonas. It turns red when the air pressure mixes with... How did I get here? We're trying to figure that out. Who found me? A fishing boat spotted you. You were floating in a raft. A raft? Mm-hmm. It might have come off a larger boat. This is the Freedom Radio Network. We interrupt this program for some breaking news. It is now confirmed that the last resistance to the steelheads in Portland, the free conscious fighters of Portland, have been defeated. Great, I wake up in a world at war. Since their last communication on January 15, 2027, information has been... Wait a minute, what did she just say? These are bad times, Jolene. We have escaped here to find... No, she said the year. Yes. What year is it? 2027. Five years. It's only been five years. Uh, since what? But that's... I'm sorry. I need a moment. Jolene? Am I dreaming? As a child, I would play tennis in my dreams. Full matches. The only thing that could pull me out of the dream was being struck in the face by the ball. Jolene? The shock would wake me. Jolene, what are you doing? Here's what I'm doing. And if I punch this glass as hard as I can, maybe I'll wake up in Seattle and I'll be cured. Or maybe... Maybe... I'm already dead. Jolene! Jolene, no! I punch the glass as hard as I can. Steelheads, Episode 1, Lady in the Water, Jolene was played by Jessica Barden, Lucinda, Annabelle Dowler, Wayne, Daniel Ryan, Luther, Bruce Lester Johnson, Padma, Jennifer Armour, and Earl Carey Shale. Sound design was by Steve Bond and Adam Woodhams, with original music by Pascal Wise. Steelheads is created and written by Brett Nietzschean and John Scott Dryden, produced by Emma Hearn, and directed and executive produced by John Scott Dryden. It's a Goldhawk production for BBC Radio 4 and BBC Sounds. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.